And right now we're going to step into the pub. What better place to go on a, <laughs> as we come up towards uh, Christmas? Welcome back to the show, uh, friend of the show, very much a friend of the show, editor of the Good Beer Guide and uh, beer author Roger Protz. Good morning, Roger. Morning, Richard. Now I understand you're suffering a little bit this morning as well, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yeah. I've had the cold. Yeah, yes. the, the cold and the cough and the yeah. lurgin, all the, all the rest <laughs> of it. It's only Ruth that's the healthiest one amongst us, <laughs> really. No, seriously. <laughs> to ask what to, what what she's on. Now then, uh, Roger, uh, Christmas time as we come up towards into December and, and Christmas we see all those lovely uh, winter warmer Christmas ales mm, those mm. dark heavy <laughs> warming ales what can you recommend oh. mm. why, why do we have them first of all and how do they come about this time of year I think for many many years um, strong beers have been brewed for Christmas it's a time to mm -hmm. sit back and enjoy yourself and drink something darker as you say because mm -hmm. it's a dark time of the year yep. <laughs> uh, using darker roasted malts and lots of hops and sometimes adding herbs and spices as well and um, the local brewers have really excelled themselves this year there's some fantastic local beers being brewed for the festive season right so the, the, when you say local brewers are, are you talking like the big ones like McMullen's or are no, you talking well, about all the little ones as well uh, McMullen's are doing one called Boot Warmer. Yeah, I've actually written that down because that's in my, my local pub. But in fact, I did a picture with a bottle, of, a, a, a boot warmer, a pint of boot warmer, and a, 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 a pump badge pump, yeah, pump yeah. in front of the Christmas tree mm. a couple of weeks ago. And very nice drop of beer it was it too. It is very nice indeed. Yeah, yeah. Very so nice. that's in all McMullen's pubs. Mm -hmm. So there's plenty of choice 5. there. Five point one, I think, if mm. I remember. It's quite yeah, strong, isn't it? It is yeah. quite mm. strong. Yeah. Mm. Um, now, Farbrew at Coleman Green, mm -hmm. they win the prize for perhaps the worst or the best title of the year, which is Brewdolf the Red-Nosed Rain Beer. <laughs> very, very, <laughs> very good, I like it, Brewdolf, Brewdolf. Very good, boys, well, very good up there. What does it taste like, though? It That's the question. It's got lovely, rich sort of raisin and sultana fruitiness. That comes not from fruit, but from the... the uh, the, the malts they're using and lots of spicy hops as well delicious beer 4.8% now you can get that on draft in the old fighting cocks mm -hmm. and um, other pubs in and around St Albans now they've got open days until the 23rd so on Saturday and Sunday this week you can actually go to Farbrew mm. and uh, pick up some, some beer for them not just that particular beer but the other brews that's they, a great little brewery there as well isn't it it's a, yeah. it's a nice setting isn't it and Lovely it's very setting. well organised and yeah. um, they're, ni they're nice chaps aren't they they're very there? nice indeed mm. yeah um, and it's Samuel's Farm, Coleman Green Lane. Mm -hmm. So if you if you know the John Bunyan pub, keep past the John Bunyan, and then you pick up the signs for for the brewery. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. lovely. So it's a place to visit just for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. They're on a farm, and so are three brewers at Simon's Hall. Right. Don't Simon, know them. Tell Simon's us about Hyde, them. rather. Simon's right. Hyde. Yeah. Where, where's that? Um, that's well, we'd have to look it up on the map. It's right. between St Albans and Hatfield. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not too far away. And they're doing a beer called Porter. I mean, we're familiar with with Porter. Mm -hmm. And I said to Mark Fanner, "You should have called it Cole Porter." <laughs> <laughs> Mark, being hipper than me, said, "Next year we might call it Gregory Porter." Which oh, I think very, is, oh yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. And Gregory Porter, lovely singer, and he was inspired by Nat King Cole. So he's a great bloke. I so think. That's yeah. a, there's a nice kind of trend going there, there is, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, very much so. So this is a, a really dark beer based on the 18th century style from London, a type of stout, lots of roasted grain, dark fruits and peppery hops. Oh. And that's in and around um, pubs and shops in St Albans. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on in the Lower Red Lion, the Boot and the Six Bells. Right, okay, so yeah. plenty of choice there for that one. Yeah, yep. yeah. 
and um, Chiltern Brewery, a little bit further away. Uh-huh. But it's a nice drive if you fancy going out to Chiltern Brewery in between Wendover and Aylesbury. And they have um, a shop there, and you can pick up their Christmas ale in a lovely flagon. I wish I could show it on radio. Ooh, that sounds good. Come yeah. do, do a description. Come, let, <laughs> let's paint a picture, Roger, yeah. on the radio of a flagon. Come on. A flagon is sort of a very large bottle with a handle and a flip top, so you flip it open like, oh, okay. like the old Grosch bottles of, of years yeah, ago, yeah, if you remember. Yeah, but with, but with a little sort of handle, a bit like a demijohn handle. A like. demijohn, very good, that's yeah, right. There yeah. you go. Like. Um, my, my home brewing of the 60s and 70s has <laughs> come back to haunt me. Yeah, and that's got crystal and roasted malts and lots of lovely English hops, very spicy and peppery. <laughs> and they're also doing an imperial stout at 7%, which will blow your socks off. Oh, my goodness. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be, let's just put in a, a health warning here. The, the, these beers aren't to be taken lightly, are they? They're, oh, they're not. not. No. Then it's not kind of to go down the pub and uh, let's have five or six pints in no, no, half no, no, an no. hour, is no, it? No, these it, are it, sipping, serious sipping beers. Sipping beers. beers. This yeah. is... Oh, this is yeah. The, the real McCoy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And they're also ideal companions at the dining table because everybody reaches for the wine bottle. Okay, wine is lovely, but just think, perhaps we can have some beer at the dining table Do as you know, well. I wrote that down before you came in. You've kind of preempted one of my questions, actually. Uh, let's just stop there, then. <laughs> let's just do that. Yeah, I mean, traditional food. Right? I mean, people have sometimes their starters, don't they? Then you have the turkey or the beef, the meat course, Christmas pudding generally, mm. cheese and biscuits in the evening. You know, that's kind of the traditional thing, isn't it? What kind of beers should we be looking at to take us through the day mm. to accompany those foods? I would start with an aperitif. I mean, you might give your guests a glass of champagne, give them a glass of sparkling pale ale. Plenty of pale ales around and IPAs around these days. Right. That's um, a, that's a, so for people who are not in the know, that's a very much a light-coloured beer, yeah? Light-coloured beer, very hoppy, mm-hmm. lovely palate cleanser. Yep. And, um, and presumably when you say that, an aperitif, I mean, we all think of, you know, beer, drink a, a pint or a half at least. It mm. doesn't have to be, does it? It with doesn't these have to be, no. no. Have it, serve it in, a, in a, a lovely red wine glass, ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or champagne glass, if you've got any. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm. indeed. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, a nice sort of pale, pale, a pale beer to start the day off, yes. yeah? Um, now, even wine connoisseurs will say that wine doesn't go with, with soup, but beer goes very, very well with soup. So a darker beer, a brown beer, some of the beers I've mentioned would go very well if you're having soup as, as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main soup, course, a little bit of bread, and then one of those little beers, I mean, yeah? Yeah. Main course depends what you're having. I'm vegetarian, so I won't be eating uh, turkey. Or turkey. Right, okay. But uh, a nut roast or something like that. Again, a nice spicy slightly darker beer would go very very well and if you're having a meat main course then i would say go back to the paler beer perhaps for that all right okay yeah, yeah. with christmas pudding oh you're into the world of and stout because that would just go so well with the uh, christmas pudding so christmas pudding mm. with a little bit of brandy on it and some yeah. cream or ice cream or, yeah. or, or, or custard whatever mm. you like with your christmas pudding yeah. and a real dark beer yeah and then finally cheese i mean Beer and cheese are a marriage made in heaven. Mm. I never know why people offer you port and Stilton. I mean, I like port. Port's a lovely drink, but it doesn't go well with Stilton. But a pale They're ale... They're both very powerful, aren't yeah. they? Like- An IPA and uh, Stilton, absolutely perfection. Do you know, I'm going to try that, because I'm, I'm a, <laughs> a bit of a port and cheese man, I have to say, mm, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds really good. Mm, so mm. there's no excuse not to bring the beers out over Christmas. No, indeed With not. a traditional meal. Yeah. Now, lovely. One okay. lovely... Are you pausing? No, 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 no. no. A, a, a lovely beer that's around in Waitrose is Fuller's Vintage Ale. Fuller's from Chiswick in West London, and they do a vintage ale every year. Their new one, 2017 Vintage Ale, is now out. Uh-huh. I would recommend that as a superb knock your socks off beer for the for this time of the year. Right. Okay. So is that is that a late night beer then? Kind oh, of. It's eight point five percent. So it's um, probably 
late at night, the last beer of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, to be sipped at very gently. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What else you got for us, Roger? Um, those are all the beers I've got for you, actually. Right, OK, yeah. lovely. Yeah. That, that's brilliant. So, yeah. um, l- l- let's just talk about um, how, the, how, the, how we find the beers. So, we mentioned bottle bin. Obviously, if you're at home, bottles is the, is the best way to, to go and buy it. Go down to your off-licence pub or supermarket, mm. wherever you tend to do your shopping, uh, and, and buy these real ales in, in bottles. I know we've talked about real ales in cans before. Um, what about the, the, the kind of um, what we used to call in the old days, you know, the, the, the party sevens? Yes. But they've kind of developed a bit now. Because some breweries, and you mentioned, and um, Adnam's Ghost Ship uh, are available in, in a cask, aren't they, in the supermarket? Yeah, they are. H- how does the beer sort of um, travel in that? You have to let it settle. It is relayed in a big can. Yeah. I forget how many pints there are, about... F- oh, is it ten? ten? Seven? Seven, like ten, something like, like that, that. yeah. 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 Mm. But it has a tap you pull out and a little thing on do-flip on the top. You have to turn to yep. let the gas off, the mm-hmm. natural gas produced by secondary fermentation. But those beers will stay in good condition for three or four days. and mm. Once they've been opened? Once they've been opened, yeah. Right, okay. So Now, it's not the thing to go down to the supermarket on the Christmas Eve evening, is it? And think, no. well, I've got people coming around, let's get a couple of those in and, yeah. and open them up. As an expert, how, how many days would you give them settling on the side in the kitchen yeah. or the garage? Or don't leave them in the kitchen, they've got to be kept cool. Right, as, garage as, then, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or somewhere away from the kitchen. Yep, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> you want to serve it at about ten or eleven degrees right, Celsius. Okay. How long should it settle oh, for? Only, only twenty-four hours. Right, so yeah. it's, it's a days. Yeah. A days. Yes. Right. Okay, yeah. lovely. Mm. Okay, let's let's move into the pub because again, um, a, a lot of pubs they do their their seasonal ales now on the hand pumps, which is great because mm. we've got more real ale around. But going back a few years, and I think occasionally you still see it. Um, a, a brewery has a special brew, and it's kind of plonked on the bar <laughs> in a cardboard box, and it's in a plastic kind of cask, yeah. isn't it? Is that okay to drink from that? Oh, yeah. Yes. It used to be a proper little cask, didn't it, many, mm, many mm, years mm, ago. Mm. Um, they do tend to use them in, serve them in poly pins now. Right. And that's perfectly acceptable. And they stay in drinkable condition for longer, actually. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it shouldn't be put off by just seeing a plastic bag on the bar. Not at all. Not at all. It's like a, like a big wine box. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Lovely. The, the, okay. only prob- the only slight problem is it can be a bit too warm on the bar. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I much prefer beers that are served from the pub cellar. Brilliant, mm. brilliant. And, I mean, just to sort of sum up again, uh, being the, at the end of the year, has this been another good year for Real Ale? Oh, fantastic, mm. yes. Yes, people are always writing off Canberra and Real Ale as though it's, they're in decline. They're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, Canberra is very close to its target of 200,000 members, which makes it a very big organisation. And, cask, I mean, beer in general is in decline in this country in, in consumption terms, but Real Ale is doing extremely well. We do have these craft keg beers, which are, many of which I think are absolutely delicious. I've got no problem with them whatsoever. But they're a very, very small part of the overall beer market. Mm-hmm. And Real Ale is doing extremely well. That's great news, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. And anything on the horizon for 2018 that that you might expect to surge into our consciousness when it comes to beer? Well, there is a serious problem, and that is business rates, which I know you've discussed many times right. on, on this programme. Um, it's a particular problem in St Albans, because um, the pubs are already playing enormous rates in, 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 in the city. But, I mean, the, the dear old boot just down the road from us, I mean, their rates are going up by 280%. <laughs> it's just wow. ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, mental. Going up from 14000 a year to 53000 a year. Now, that, that is unsustainable. And it's the same for, you know, the Fighting Cocks and the, mm. all the other pubs in the area mm-hmm. facing a blitz where rates are concerned. Now, the government is offering some help. Camera is saying that pubs should get a £5,000 help 
loan from the government to help them over over the over the hump where business rates are concerned. But it's ludicrous. I mean, Sainsbury's, their big one on the industrial estate outside St Albans, they've had their rates cut. <laughs> if, you happen right. to, if you happen to be in the city centre, your rates are going up astronomically. Mm, and that's where a lot of these small businesses are. Yeah. That's right. And if you're out- outraged by that, of course, the thing to do is join Cameron and help join yeah. the campaign, isn't it? Very Indeed. Much so. Lovely. Yeah. Okay, Roger, you've got a book out at the moment. I mean, your latest book is called... IPA, A Legend in Our Time. Lovely, and available from... It was when I last checked in Waterstones. Yeah. Brilliant. It is the history yeah. of India pale ale from the 19th century to the modern day. Very exciting. Now the world's most popular beer style. So it's an interesting read, I think. <laughs> Lovely. So that's your book. Uh, so if I'm stuck for Christmas present, that's a good thing to do. If you know a beer lover, go and get Roger's book uh, about IPA. What's in the pipeline for you next year, Roger? I don't know. You mentioned the Good Beer Guide. The 2018 Good Beer Guide is my last one. I'm standing down after 24 editions Mm -hmm. and uh, handing over to fresher and younger people, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) So I shall still carry on writing. I'm not retiring whatsoever. Uh, Stories of my retirement have been greatly exaggerated. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, yeah, we want to see you still. Yeah, yeah. indeed, yeah. Um, Have you got any ideas? Sort of in oh, the- I've got lots of ideas, just waiting on a publisher to decide whether to do a, a book with me. Um, as you probably saw this week, um, the book trade is going through a very difficult time. Very mm-hmm. difficult time indeed. Mm. So uh, it's all a bit uh, scratchy at the moment. <laughs> mm. Okay, lovely. Well, Roger, thank you much indeed once again for joining us. Uh, friend of the programme. <laughs> and yeah. uh, wish you... Uh, well, thank you for all your contributions during the year, first of all. And wish you and your family a very, a very happy Christmas. And you. Thank you very much indeed. And we look forward to seeing you uh, soon next year. So that's uh, Editor of the Good Beer Guide. It's his last one this year. So uh, we'll get yourselves a copy of that. It's uh, Roger Protz and also his latest book all about IPA available in Waterstones in uh, St Albans.